What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Caelan Lochran after his uh, UFC debut at UFC Paris last week. Caelan, obviously, you know, we had it, uh, we had it booked in to, to come on, and, like, you know, you had the Yanis Gamori fire thinking, ah, do you know what? We're, we'll have a bit of a celebration here, and obviously a lot of things changed since then. You, uh, you you didn't win the fight, but fair play to you. You came on and you, you wanted to speak anyway, and I really, really appreciate that. Uh, how are you feeling now about a week out from the fight, I suppose? It was, uh, it was, it was a tough fight. You performed very well. Obviously, you didn't get the win in the end, but how are you feeling now a, a few days out from it? Uh, shite, lads. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I can't, it's like, well, actually, to better today, it's, what's the, it's the Thursday now. Um bruising starting to clear up uh, ribs are very bruised whatever the fuck it is but uh, it kind of just comes and goes for me I don't know I've lost before like I never you know I mean it's not the f- not my first time feeling like this people send me about being undefeated and stuff is uh, I ne- never felt undefeated I always I always play that and I, I'll actually probably post it like even in the build up this I was asked about being undefeated I was like I never felt undefeated I never bought into that but uh, it, it kind of comes and goes. Like, here, fucking last night, me and my mate went and sat and drank fucking 12 pints. So it was great, a good crack there. But, like, sometimes it just comes and goes. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just be, you just hit you. And you just fuck is what it is, lad. It's absolutely shite. There's no two heads about it. But well, what am I going to do? Sit and feel sorry for myself, you know? That's it. Like, it must be such. Obviously, it was the biggest moment of your career. Now, look, it's still a young career as as well. We must we must of say course. that at the start. But from the the massive high until the kind of the massive low, that must be tough just to deal with that movement and fucking temperature. I suppose, like, <laughs> it's just a lot. Of, I done a lot of living last week. Let me tell you, it was mad. <laughs> from uh, from the Monday night packing to go, think I'm fighting Yannis Gamori to the Saturday. Losing to Taylor Lapalus and uh, now being homeless, like it's see this sport, like it just makes you just make just makes you nuts. Like how could you how could you be normal if you going through all that? You know what I mean? It's fucking mental. But uh, I don't regret it or I'm not. Uh, it's part of my journey now. That's it. That's just that's, that's it. it's part of your journey. It's what you do after type thing, isn't it? But I was. Uh, See, like the high of a win, it's not even like remotely close to the low of a loss in the sport. It's almost just like, like oh, thank fucking lose. Almost sometimes, like like a couple of months, like the month after a fight and stuff, you're like walking around on a high, like it's good. But like the initial feelings never like yes for me. It never is since I have lost in amateurs. It's like uh, thank God I didn't lose more than. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred. <laughs> Let's talk about, go back to, I suppose, the start of it, traveling over there and expecting to fight Yannis Gomori. How quick did you get the call once you, I suppose, got to Paris that that fight actually wasn't going to happen? Uh, Monday night at about 10 p.m., me and my woman were packing my bags because I was getting up at 5 a.m. to go fight Yannis. And I still had like paperwork to come through nice because it was absolute bollock saying that it took me took me about nine weeks to sign with the UFC with all the papers. I could, I could never get through them. But I had loads still to do on fight week and my coach was come so then I had a phone call at eleven o'clock on the Monday night and I was like, Oh fuck's gonna be some do these papers. And he goes, We have a problem here. I was like, 
what what is it <laughs> so, uh, he's like uh, this cunt can't make weight he's like are you fucking serious and then as i'm doing that he says they want us to fight taylor laplace honestly god i didn't know who taylor laplace was i should have because i know most of the european bantamweights the top guys i should have known him um didn't know who he was and it's like holy fuck that's shit and just hung up and seen what happened and then at about 11 or about half 11 then that night all flights out of the uk were cancelled there was some traffic backlog i was like what is going on here boys <laughs> so we stopped packing uh didn't fly in well, i missed the check-in day on tuesday these aren't excuses but this man just beat me at mma it's nothing new just to say this what happened uh went to the gym then tuesday morning when i should have been in paris fucking checking in got to paris then at about i don't know 12 o'clock but then when i got to the gym i found out confirmed i was fighting taylor lapalus then that's the uc one do i knew as soon as that was brought up that was going to happen because william gomez's fight fell through taylor lapalus's fight fell through uh they weren't going to go bring someone in when there was two guys in both weight class like it only made sense that we fought like i knew that was going to happen Found that out then Tuesday morning trend in Cowboy. And we got the power sent at 12 o'clock Tuesday night, and then that was it. The fight was on, basically. What were your initial thoughts, I suppose, on Yanis? Like, this wasn't a short notice fight, really, was it? You've had a, a good few weeks' notice, and the fact that, like, joke. five days out from the fight, he can't make weight? An absolute joke. Uh, this, uh, who, like, in my eyes, like, if I'm ringing Sean Shelby and say I can't make weight, it's a great, he's going to tell me to go fuck myself. It's my debut. Like, you know what I mean? I'd never make, I think it'd been better for him to miss weight nearly than to do that. Well, I don't know, but whatever. And uh, I met him then when I was on the Wednesday morning. There's a girl, Neve, part of the UFC, Neve Morn. Uh, we were like in the Fyler Hotel and I walked up and I, she's, I was like, oh my God, there's, there's Kamori. I was like, I'm obviously, I'm going to go fuck this. She goes, we're not going to do this now. We're not going to do this now. I was like, I'm going up to this kind of thing. I say, what the fuck? I opened up, pushed him. I was like, I was like, what the what the fuck? Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? And then it kind of clicked on me. I looked at the size of the bastard, and I have a big. I cut a lot of weight for one thirty-five. Then I looked at him. I goes, and he didn't speak a lick of English. He's going like, blah, 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 as fucking as if they didn't know what the fuck I was. He didn't speak a lick of English. I goes, looked at him. I was like, why did you even take a fight of bantam went, Actually, lad, you're clean, massive. Obviously, you weren't making one thirty-five pounds. Like, why did you even accept that fight? But then I was just very much like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's watch Taylor switch switch to him now. You type thing, forget about that guy. You know what I mean? Was well, obviously like your coaches and stuff might have known a bit a bit of Taylor Lapis. Like, was there any even discussion about that? And we'll get into maybe what you did to prepare for it in a second. But was there any discussion about the fight? Were you just like, okay, I have another name. I'm taking that fight immediately. Well, Colin literally knows everybody on the scene. Like he literally knows everybody. I, I, he goes, they want me to fight Lapis. I goes, don't know him. Over the phone, he goes, oh, you do. He was been about the scene just after beating Wilson Hayes a few years ago and stuff. It's like you'll know him. And uh, we tried for a catch race, Colin. And man, as soon as I watched him, I was like, oh, well, that's shit. There's no two ways about that. <laughs> so we were like, uh, prepared for this guy, completely different style. Someone that the bookies have me is like one of the three favorite as. Now you want me to go fucking jump in with a 24 fight vet who weirdly got released or whatever from the UFC. I don't know what the fuck the story was they have in the UFC. But I was like, uh, I thought I could beat him. I still do believe him, but I was like, that is shite. There's no two ways about it. Like, that is shite. Uh, so we tried for a catch it, but I knew the UFC were going to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? But 
the 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 shell being always uh, very thankful, even after the phase. Like, thanks for taking that basically and all this year. But uh, what can you actually do to prepare for someone in that short notice? Like I I, I saw there yesterday there was a lads preparing for a. Uh, uh, the upcoming Bellator card here and we're what like 22 days out from it or something and they're like oh final sparring session type of thing we're kind of cooling off now and we're going to that card like I imagine you were kind of the same and here you are what four days before the fight you've a completely new opponent obviously you can't spar for him you, know, you can't do that much but like is there anything you did do is there anything you could do to prepare for him in that short of notice yeah, well, I got one session in on uh, the Tuesday morning I've some really really high level strikers in our gym and they just stood southpaw and I just drilled a wee bit on them. And then after that, it became, I'm actually usually good at fighting southpaw stores, but then it just became like pads, so we're calm, really. Just drilling pads and what shots that would land. And it was very much trying to get a hold of them, was, was, the, was, the, was the plan. Um, just really good defend day turns. <laughs> It must be so hard, like, cause I, I look, I watched a good bit of Taylor Laplace, and I got a, I got a text from someone like who'd be big in kind of the UK and European scene, and goes, "What have they done to Kalen here? Like, this is com- a completely different matchup against a much better guy. Like, as you said, he was, I think he was three and one when he was released from UFC. He was won his last one. Yeah, it was That's something. So it was, a, it was a contractual thing, I think, or something like that. Oh, he would it? never have been released other than that. Um, and like this guy is like if he was probably said in UFC he might be ranked and also like it's a like a really really tough fight against an opponent who's long and rangy and for like I was talking about you the other day like so like you have what are you nine fights in now but it's you know the first two fights we, we've talked about them before you can kind of write them off you're really only like five or six competitive fights into your career and you're fighting a guy who could really be ranked in the UFC like and I, I honestly do you know what here is I don't know if you maybe thought this afterwards or anything but a lot of people don't even realise that it was a short notice fight like some people just turn up on a Saturday night watch the UFC and these oh, two lads are fighting like that must uh, there must be a bit of frustration there that people maybe don't realise the task you were actually given on short, such short notice ah uh, it's a bastard of a game lad what can you do <laughs> uh, uh, it's just it's a fucking bastard of a game uh he took it too like it's not I can't complain like he took it late notice as well but uh, now that he's beat me so that's it he beat me <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about the fight in a second but maybe to maybe some of the the funner parts of, of the week the French fans and the whole madness <laughs> around it like it's funny because like most fighters you know they're, they're 15 fights into their UFC career and people still are like who's oh yeah I kind of remember him but it feels like you're before you even had your debut, people were kind of already knowing about you and talking about you. And the reception that you got when you came out was probably the loudest of any fighter, maybe Sil Ganya even included. <laughs> how, how, uh, how was that like? Like, you obviously love that. Like, a lot of people wouldn't like getting booed, but you seem to enjoy it. My, my goal on, on the week of the fight was I was going to get the, the biggest booze ever of a debuting fighter. That was my goal. And I actually think I, I actually might have done that. <laughs> but uh, not the way is because um, I was saying like the whole way up, like the part I'm just gonna take in the way is like because you're not actually competing, you're not doing anything. Like the ceremonial ends. I, I'd watched the French show last year, seeing that their fans were lively and like the crowd was amazing. I was like, I'm just gonna take it in, and then I just I play off like like energy nothing's ever fake like I, like I don't like I, even this like just whatever way you're feeling you're feeling and I obviously I go to French MMA shade the round up and then 
I was like back behind behind the curtain, and there was kind of shitty reactions that most people was like, oh, "Fuck!" I thought they'd be way more like against the French, like who was fighting against French gave it up a way bigger reception. And then my name came out, and they, they all got up and started booing. I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I found out on the stage. I just looked at them and just danced like, "Fuck!" It. I gave his fingers and riled them up even more. But uh, it's all part of the show, lad. I blew up that way, but would have been nice to get the win after. Cause here, fucking, I was a lad was the best. It's not the best horse, is it? It's probably still. It's the best week of my life. Best. I said best moment of my life. Still, like I know. And as like a winner, and as a comp- I am a fucking winner. I've won ever. I've all won the whole way up. But they even say that is like hard. But it was still the best moment of my life so far. Like definitely. Yeah, and look, I, I don't think people look unfavorably in terms of the fight and stuff. And obviously, we'll talk about that in a second. But the walkout in, like to to kind of talk about the yeah. fans booing even more. I don't know. Obviously, you could you'll know, but watching at home it felt like they forgot to put on your music and it didn't come on till later was it just really yeah. low or was was no. did the fans just blew no. over it what, what, what happened there no. so, so the guy was behind it and the boy goes uh, you might not hear you walk but whenever we say walk you have to walk I was like what and then they didn't play it and and then it came out and then uh, there's my dog it came out and then uh the UFC put up letting the fans do the noise for him as if it was like a Mike Tyson, which was actually the coolest thing ever. So I actually now kind of wish that I hadn't done that, like not put on, like, like just let the boost, but that was not part of the, I did not that know what happened there. Like I almost feel like it's a bit of a stitch up. Like the UFC gets about a million pound a show for their fucking production. How could the sound go? <laughs> How could the sound go? Like, but then uh, no, I didn't play it until I got to the cage. And then it was meant to be, I dreams the cranberry scene was the Rome show. And then it was going to turn into Celtic Symphony. But then the end, the end of it just got Celtic Symphony. So it was all right, fuck it. It was just, uh, the booze were nuts. And then somebody goes to me, the, the crowd affected you. I was like, lad, are you serious? What are you talking about? I actually think I need to move. I don't know what, because it's like, it's way, I don't know if I'm like, like it's almost like it nearly does nothing for it. Like there's 20,000 people directed at you giving you the finger and it's like it doesn't even like I'm sitting here right now it's weird it's weird <laughs> like I don't think it really affected the performance or anything I don't think anyone watching no. would, would think that no. at all like maybe it helped no. even a little bit before we get into the performance I, I just want to ask about Bilal Mohammed because <laughs> yourself and Bilal had a bit of a tiff there online uh, and like you you pop back at him and, uh, and a, a few things were exchanged what's the crack with Bilal where did that beef come from he, he's trying to save face because I embarrassed him. Bilal Muhammad followed me on Twitter in the week of the fight. And I, uh, I just, Bilal Muhammad's an idiot. Like, I just quote tweeted, I just quote tweeted it and goes, tell you who I'm not following back. And add Bilal. And then he was really embarrassed because, and he goes to me, he's like, oh shit, I thought you were Callum Walsh or something. He said, uh, and then I realized you're a nobody. Just as a like, well, you obviously didn't think of Callum Walsh. You just fought, you just follow me and now you're embarrassed. Uh, he literally lost his debut and he got knocked clean out in his third fight. Like, it's part of the sport. But uh, here he's in the top three or top four, whatever it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, an 0 one loser, so fuck, I can't say much to him now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, don't be that negative. You're not oh, Jesus. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll be back. Yeah. The fight itself, though, right? I was very I was very interested in the fight because it's, it's almost what we talk about when we you know, when we analyze these fights and look at them very much from like, you know, a guy who's maybe the, the smaller wrestler against the taller, longer striker and how that battle can kind of be won. You know, we see it in MMA all the time. And like, 
it was it was a very it was a very close fight when you actually think about it because like if you think the the you know the first round uh or you took the, the second round and he took the first and the third but like yeah. the third round especially was a little bit scrappy and let's say if you got a takedown and got maybe a minute of ground upon you could like you could have won that fight 29 28 pretty pretty easily was so obviously the game plan was to win and wrestle but how tough is it to like continuously wrestle all the time, like knowing that is your your way to win, knowing that that is like the uh, not the only hope because like you you're a good striker, you can hit him as well. But like to to consistently stay to that game plan, that that must be so tough to do. That uh, I should have struck more with him. I, sh- I should have kicked more. Tried to I basically played his game so that I boxed that range with him and then de- dove the takedowns. Like I played his game. Should have touched him with the legs more, should have kicked more, and then I've set up and takedowns. But uh, I, I was very fit. I knew I could keep wrestling for 50. I had, I had done a, a lot of like uh, short tank of rhyme near grass for trying to take guys down in the camp. Um, it's just experience. Sean, like, I, you can't buy it. Like, it was wee things that he was doing that I have taken. Like, uh, First of all, the crowd and all that didn't affect him. It was, he, it was like, it was, he was very, very relaxed. He was very relaxed. He uh, never really, nothing really affected him that way. And then just wee things he would do would be like two jabs, circle out. I'd half chase him a wee bit, then I would half dive a takedown. He would control the rest of really, really, really wide, like base, really hard to. Uh, lock hands on him and then the way Leon would do the Usman he would like control my wrist so he won the first and then we'd, we'd separate I wouldn't get the takedown boom boom two jabs again and I'd be like fuck you bastard and I could feel this was almost going away from me and then we came out the second round and I got him down and it's like I'd usually be so systematic where I would progress to the mount of the back and I got that there and I was like then I half got the back but I was like Dave and I was like, oh, get the back. And the next thing I'm falling off, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? But then I was like, in the mount again, he's holding my wrist and he's like, I'm almost like, I can't get too much ground and pound off on him. He isn't turning to get up. He's not even panicking there. He's not giving me the back. He's being relaxed. He's being experienced. We're back up, come out the third round. And I'm like two, now it's one all again to the third. And I'm thinking, I get him down now. He's, he's, he's very tired. I have him. I was easy enough to take down. I'll get this third round. I've got this fight won. I come out the third. I dive a takedown. It's crap. Absolutely crap, right? He hits two or three jabs back in. He controls my wrist. He's racked. I can feel him breathing so heavily, but he's controlling my wrist, so I can't even disengage. My thing is I'll pop back out, hit two punches, dive back in. But he's holding my wrist. Wouldn't allow me to get away from him. Get his breath. Come back out. Hit two jabs. I'm then in the cage as he's experienced and just being relaxed again. I'm th- I'm thinking this is going away from me. So my da- I'm thinking I'm like getting like desperate from takedowns, looking poor, very, very, very annoying. I haven't watched his back, but I can't, but I know this will happen. I'm like thinking in my head, this is going away from me now. So I'm like diving, takedowns, diving, takedowns. Again, he's breath, he's getting his breath, controlling my wrist, hitting two jobs, going back out, just, just, just doing enough to win, and. Uh, I just just doing that, just being more experienced. Like I just uh, just in my probably inexperience and desperation shone through where I then knew he had it then, you know what I mean? That's just that's 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 the game. Just uh being where I'm usually I'm calm, but like just some guys you do something just nothing phases them. 
And that's just that's just being a fucking veteran in that. It's funny, I actually did a podcast yesterday talking about experience and kind of use your fight as an example. But like it's it's almost it's you I, I think what you did in that fight showed actually you have a level of above your experience level, but still, oh, like, but still there's I, still only so far you can get five or six fights into your career basically and i want to ask you about so there's two things i want to ask you about first and i'll ask you about the the last part first the uh say the last 90 seconds of the fight when i yeah so the the whole game plan was to take him down and in the last 90 seconds it wasn't that you didn't try to take him down but did you feel like okay the takedown's not working here i'm gonna have to strike with him and try to win it that way and do you think like looking back on it do you think that was a mistake uh I the way I was the way I was diving at takedowns, I didn't think I was I don't know I even knew as it was happening, I was shit like but I just thought fuck it I, I can uh, touch him a few times, maybe I can rob the round, but I probably wasn't thinking. It's probably <laughs> probably the answer to that to be honest. I was probably It must be so hard, like, you know, in that situation. here. I was watching boys this morning, like Dan Hooker was in three and three in the UFC. Dustin Poirier came up, lost in the UFC. Charles Oliveira, it's plenty. It's not. I'm not the first man out here, lad. As I say, I'm a competitor, I'm a winner, but it's hard to say. But it's probably not going to be my last loss. We're being realistic. Like I'm going to be in this UFC for the next six, seven years. Probably going to lose again at some stage. But I, I talk so much from Taylor Lapis, and in a way, then you probably have to be thankful for the whole thing, don't you? Like this is that's the game essentially. Um, he is good at what he does. I know I can beat him, but uh, I'll not be fighting the boss in fucking four days. Tell you that much, but <laughs> I uh, took took a lot from him now, and uh, that's the game, lad, isn't it? That's the fucking game. Like I suppose the experience level as well of is fighting body types and fighting styles, and like yeah, he's a seventy-three inch reach for bantamweight. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, that's a seventy-three inch reach for bantamweight. Fuck, his arms hit me from the back end like cage. <laughs> I, I I I actually don't know if there's anyone else really like him to be honest Sorry. at the way like cool. even if if you look at the very top like O'Malley even you know he's a longer guy and I don't think he necessarily even fights that way type of thing but uh, at least it's that's kind of in the back pocket now and it's it's something you know like you like it's not something you want to face before if you have to face it again type of thing so that must be it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not even the range it's just uh, those subtle things you're doing that's what I've talked from anyway. I can't wait to fight. I can't wait to train again. I can't wait to train again. I can't wait to even just shadow box again. But I'm like holding myself back to get my bruises go. I uh, almost feel like a, I don't, even, don't want to give him too much respect, but I feel like I grew up a lot in 15 minutes. If that makes sense. I don't know. But I do. I do I, sometimes the fight's good, isn't it? Always the fight's good in the gym, obviously. But let's just... Uh, make it easier lads this is it this is the fucking sport but here you face it like a man isn't it yeah that's it but sure look we spoke here just after your i think just after you won the cage or and we were kind of saying he's going to be the ufc next and you know i was saying a lot of people are saying that jesus need a little bit more experience before you get there and look it's mm. not that that showed like i on, and I, I've said this before, but I think if you fought Yanis, you would have blown him out the water, you know. I've, I've much... like a day one, and, uh, and I'm going to go back to fighting a guy with like 10 pro fights. I'm going to fucking steamroll him. I know who I am. I'm going to be so much better than I was. I'm, I'm going to be so much better. But uh, that, like 
cage or like I'm not gonna go. I'm, I'm happy it didn't happen. I don't go back to cage or fucking smoke some shit. English UK guy with like got six seven pro fights. I don't even count that experience anymore. I train with so-called best guys all over in this camp, all, all over the UK, and nobody gave me a competitive round. So I'm not. I'm happy that didn't happen. I'm a UFC level guy, and uh, fuck it, put two or three to get win together now. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be flying again. Is that just I'm in no position to be calling anybody or doing any calling the shots? Just take what I'm giving now, lad, and get, get, get to the gym and get better in there. Get a fucking win. That's it. Although I don't know about the, not in the position to call people out. Like I, I feel like you know you put on a good performance and you you don't talk shit coming in and it worked. That, that uh, was kind of one of the last questions I was going to ask you. What what do you think is next? Like obviously you're still recovering, now, so you're not going to be fighting in the next you know few weeks or anything like that. But is there anyone yeah. kind of on you know on the radar or anything that you would wouldn't mind fight? Obviously there's these rumors of the Dublin card, but that might be um, a good few months away. Maybe you'll be able to get one in before that. Is there anything you kind of have in, in mind? Uh, it's still the same, but he's still on a fight. I, I believe I had a fuck Cameron saying like I was gonna call him out. Uh, but he wanna know now on a big win. These younger guys like roast and stuff. But uh, I don't know, lad. They probably get to give me someone on loss now. Will they? I probably won't fight somebody winning. Well, I I don't know what it works. Um, I want to fight in December. It's weird when like because like yeah, you've got stuff to do in the gym. Obviously, me and my coach, I have to work, I have to get better. But I can't have the world thinking that's where I'm at. So it's like I need a fight, but I can't have to train. So it's like, I guess what what's, what's better to do? I don't know. I want to fight in December, though. Absolutely want to fight in December. Get back out. Um, my plan was to go on that December pay per view. I don't, I'll not be on a pay per view now with Owen Womba. Uh, I don't know what the schedule is, but I definitely, definitely, definitely have to fight this year, though, 1 million percent. All right, Kelly, really appreciate the time. Thanks very much for it. And. You know, continue to talk that shit. You know, I I, I well, think everyone man. enjoyed it. Like, and Nothing, I don't get less. Com- people goes me, you're yeah. humble. Now. I was like, I'm not a fuck humble. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, lad, nothing changes. Just uh, we bit more motivated. Maybe so. Maybe not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I appreciate you talking. It's, it's absolutely not easy uh, after, you know, after losses, especially in, in the, the UFC debut. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Looking forward to, to seeing you getting the, the hand raised in there next time out. Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs>